0: Hey, this is Paul D'Ocampo with realestateaudios.com, and I'm bringing you another expert series interview. So, here's what this is about. I know firsthand that real estate investing is a tough business, so I want to find real working knowledge from experts who are actually in the trenches today, not theories or hearsay. So, in these interviews, I want to be your advocate for finding real-life strategies to help you succeed in real estate investing today. All right, this interview today is all about Facebook ads and specifically how to attract cash buyers for your contracts, your land, and your deals. Today, you're going to meet Facebook expert Chris Saunders. His specialty is in Facebook marketing, and he's worked with New Western Acquisitions and finding buyer leads for their deals. You'll learn what it takes to be successful in Facebook paid ads here. You'll also learn what retargeting is and how you can increase your conversion by 40% how to use the targeting system to advertise the people who are interested in real estate investing, how to place ads in front of your direct mail list and people who visit your site, low-cost ways to jumpstart your Facebook advertising campaign, the importance of building a target audience, tips for writing effective ad copy, and much more. So, there's one other thing before we get started in this interview. If you want to know more about Chris and what he has to offer, he does have some special packages just for my podcast listeners. So if you head over to realestateaudios.com slash Chris, again, that's slash Chris, C-H-R-I-S, you can check out some of his exclusive packages there. All right, let's get started with the interview. How long have you been working with investors?
1: About a year and a half, a little over a year and a half. How'd you get hooked up with them? You decided that was a good uh, niche to get into? No, it was, uh, it was actually when I first got into digital marketing. The group I was in, you know, they give us tools and stuff we need to get started in the business. And uh, so it was actually one of the niches that they suggested, you know, going after was uh, real estate investors. They had a couple of campaigns built out that we could use. So I actually knew someone local, one of my friends, that was actually uh, works for New Western Acquisitions. is a branch manager. So I just reached out to him and was like, Hey, you know, I'm doing this new so I just called it like Facebook stuff at the time probably. I was like brand new into it, I really didn't know what I was doing. It's like, hey, I'm doing this, like, you want to try it out? You know, can I try it out with you? He was like, Yeah, sure. You know, I told him about it. It's like, hey, I get you, you know, motivated buyers or sellers. He was like, Ah, if you can give me some people wanting to sell their properties, some investment properties, you know, I'll be good to try it out. So we tried it out for a month and yeah, never stopped, never looked back from there. So it worked out pretty well for them. Yeah, yeah, it's worked out great. And they're generating buyers, and what about sellers? So we started with sellers for them, and he decided it was easy for him to get properties. He'd rather have a steady stream of investors coming in to buy them. So we only did uh, sellers for about a month and a half, two months, and then we switched over to buyers or investors, and um, we've been doing that ever since. I've done sellers for a few other clients in some some other areas.
0: Okay. For those who are real estate investors, brand new to Facebook advertising,
1: can you explain how that works? So brand new, I mean, it's, it's a fairly simple process. What gets you bogged down is you know, if you don't know exactly how everything works and who to target. But yeah, I mean, as long as you have you know, your basic Facebook business page set up, you know, there's some simple videos you can actually watch where Facebook will tell you to go in, you have to create a business manager, or uh, you know, if it's just you getting started, uh, you can use your personal ad account and just link it to your business page. What do you mean by personal ad account? Facebook automatically gives you an ad account. They call it your personal one because it's just attached to your personal page. But then they also give you options to create a business manager account. Now, with a, a business manager, what that does differently is. It gives you one place to manage, like say you have more than one Facebook page. Like you have your personal page, you've got your business page, and then say you're doing something else with e-commerce or whatever, and you've got another Facebook page. And uh, and then you've got your ad account. When the business manager, you can manage all those things from one area. And that's super simple to set up. You can actually, if you Google Facebook Business Manager, they actually have some really good training videos on how to set that up. It's just another tool to give you more access to be able to customize ads better in Facebook.
0: Okay. And these are all paid ads we're talking about here, right?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do paid Facebook ads. I mean, you can't advertise for free on Facebook. You can or you can't, you said? Cannot, no. Oh, okay. Unless you
0: are in the mar- marketplace, I, I suppose. Marketplace, yeah, you can Yeah, do.
1: true. True, yeah. yeah. If you want to post in the marketplace, you can do that, yeah. Yeah. But as far as... You know, as far as what I do for lead generation, it's all paid. What are some advantages for
0: Facebook advertising? Because I've done, I've experimented with it, and the targeting is probably the coolest thing I think. So, I mean, is that, that that's what separates Facebook from, say, Google AdWords or just SEO? Is it targeting?
1: The targeting and the fact that everybody's on Facebook, everybody's always on Facebook, scrolling through, especially. For the real estate niche, Facebook versus Google and SEO is going to trump them all day long. Just because you don't get the visual from Google, say you're an investor and you're trying to sell some properties. If you're doing SEO, how long is it going to take you on your website to get your website ranked up into Google? And then someone's got to be looking for it in Google versus you know, I could spend 10 bucks on Facebook ads today, and I know my ad's going to get seen by probably a couple hundred people.
0: Right. Yeah. It's immediate traffic, immediate uh, advertising. Yeah. SEO takes a while.
1: Yeah. And then with Google, there's just, I haven't had any success with Google in this niche. Now, you know, being in marketing, I have run some other campaigns for, uh, you know, some non real estate areas as well that actually do very well on Google. But, I haven't I haven't heard or seen anybody doing well with real estate advertising through Google anyways.
0: Yeah, I think I same with me. Uh I haven't met many people or actually met anyone that's been very successful to, or any type of success with AdWords. I've heard you got to have a 24-hour uh, 24/7 what's call, it called? Call center. call center, yeah. 24/7 call center cuz they're just going to go to on the next ad. Um and that could be pretty expensive I mean to run that type of ad. In Southern California I've heard people spend about ten grand a month on, on Google AdWords. Yeah, so with Facebook, how much are, are these guys spending with you on ads alone?
1: Daily it'll range from twenty to forty five dollars a day, so I mean anywhere from six to thirteen hundred dollars a month in ad spend. How much what's the least amount that you would
0: recommend somebody to to spend a month or a day?
1: 10 bucks a day is probably the cheapest as, as you can go and get some results with that. Yeah, and you're not going to get a lot. I mean, you will it, it actually I can't say that cuz it uh, definitely depends on the area, you okay. know, cuz uh you know, like you said running it in Southern California it could be different than running it up in Michigan. You know what I mean? And I've I've run into that running campaigns as well. Like I could have one that runs in Oklahoma City and my average average cost for lead is 12 bucks. And then I run the same thing over in Florida, and it could be upwards, you know, 17 bucks per lead just because of the market, just the way the market is. Do you see it working with uh, seller leads too? Uh, yeah, I'm actually running, well, I actually set up an agent of New Western with, his, with a seller campaign, and he's done okay with it. The cost per lead in there is a lot higher. So, like, uh, their average cost per lead right now is like $33 per lead for sellers versus uh, buyers. So it's about three times the three times the cost. That's in the same market. Um, now I have one running in Ohio right now that's getting about like twenty two to twenty three dollars per lead for sellers. But yeah, so the cost per lead just varies. Who are these ads being displayed to, and how do you control that? So when you set up, when we actually set up the ad ad campaign in Business Manager, and Facebook's actually made a lot of changes with this recently. Actually, just last month, we had to fight for a while to get things back on track after they made changes. They they made a housing or a real estate into a special housing category, So, which means they took away a lot of the targeting that we could do before. But that's okay. It slowed me down for a good two weeks and then figured figured it out and was like, okay, now we're back on track. But yeah, so what, what we can do is, it's interesting, we used to be able to target specific age ranges and genders. Right. So I could do like 25 to 45 males. Right. Now we have to do male, female, 18 to 65 plus. So we can't pick gender or age. However, we can pick some interests. They did leave a lot of specific interests that you can pick. Say I'm running it here and I'm setting it up my interest. What we can do to kind of narrow down who sees the ads, you know, because like say you're running it in a city that's got. You know, two million plus people. You don't want all two million of those people to see it, right? Because they're they're not all going to want to buy your investment properties or sell you one of theirs. So, for the investors I have here, I've put interests like creative real estate investing, RealtyTrack.com, dot um, real estate investing, real estate entrepreneur. You know, stuff stuff like that. So people whose interests match um, any of those and who live within my target area, within the age range, will get to see the ad. If I have a direct mail list of addresses of people, hey, I think these these
0: are some motivated sellers here, and I skip trace, get their phone numbers. Then, can I
1: potentially create that list on Facebook and target to them? Uh, to create a list in Facebook, you need to name and email. Um, phone number is great too. You know, they may or may not have it attached to their Facebook. But so, but so, what that'll do, okay? Um, talk about that, so if you upload a list say you 've got a list of you know five hundred name email phone number investors or whatever your list is so you when you upload that to Facebook, that becomes a custom audience okay and so you can either run based on just that custom audience and what they 'll do is if those people in that audience, if their email addresses or phone numbers are associated with their Facebook accounts it'll actually show them the ads. What the other thing you can do that is that is just as powerful, if not even more powerful, is from that audience, you can create a lookalike. So say you have a list of, you know, it doesn't even have to be much. Say it's 50 to 100 investors or sellers, people that have previously sold you homes or investors that have invested with you or whatever. You can upload that list and create the custom audience and then create a lookalike. And then what that does, is that tells Facebook, like, hey. I've got this list of 100 people. This is what the people that buy from me or work with me look like. I want you to find more of these people and
0: show them my ad. If I have a list of of past sellers, and how many do I need to create a lookalike? I think you only need like 20 20 or 30. Wow, okay. The more the better, obviously, but... Okay, so say in the past I've done, I don't know, 50 deals all together and I have their email addresses and I have their names. I could just plug that in and there should be some kinda I, I wonder how what the likelihood of them creating another list of highly motivated people. Is that well I mean what are your, what would be your guess on that? Because motivational situations are kind of um, I guess everywhere. I guess it works more more for buyers then rather than seller seller leads, I guess.
1: I uh, yeah I agree with you. I think it would make more sense for buyer leads versus seller leads because a seller is once they've sold you their house, they're most likely done. There's not really a habit with people like that versus buyer, you know, investors. There's habits related to those people. They're going to go to the same places, they're going to invest more than once, they're going to keep doing it. Hey, real quick if you'd like to get a
0: free offer just for podcast listeners and to see more audios and transcripts of exclusive interviews, head to realestateaudios.com. Slash podcast. Okay, so definitely for buyers, it works great. For sellers, it's kind of it's expensive. So if I have a a direct mail list, uh, skip tracing their their phone, their email, and plugging that into Facebook to kind of have a multiple multiple layer campaign. W- what about retargeting with Facebook? Have have you done that? Does it work well?
1: Yeah, yeah, retargeting works awesome. Most of the stuff that I do with investors, either way. Buying or selling these days is typically, I just use uh, what we do Facebook lead ads. And if you've ever seen one pop up, it's you know, you click learn more and it pops up this little form right there on your screen in Facebook to fill in, you know, name, email, phone number, and maybe answer a question. What it does is it keeps people in Facebook. So with using lead forms, you don't have to build a fancy landing page, you don't have to have a website. All you have to have is a Facebook page and an ad account. You can set up a lead form. So they submit it and they stay right there on Facebook. So what that does is Facebook's more likely to show that to people because Facebook loves Facebook. And if you're keeping people on Facebook, they don't have to go anywhere else. Once they see your ad and click on it, Facebook's a lot more likely to show it to people and you're going to get cheaper leads versus if you're taking them away from
0: Facebook. So you don't have to website or anything. Just keep them on Facebook. Keep them there to fill out the form.
1: On your buyer lead ads, what are you displaying there? What are they seeing? What I do is I get images about once a month, once every two months. It depends on how well the ads do. But I get new images from New Western. I have them send me a images of you know the their houses that they have, the properties that they're trying to get rid of right now. And uh, I just run single image ads. You know, little posts that come up that say sponsored. That's an ad. Someone's paying for that to be there on your newsfeed. And so that's what happens. So they're scrolling through their news feed. They see, you know, their friends post, mom's post, and then Sally buys houses fast or whatever, sponsored. And says, "Do you know anyone looking to invest in real estate? You know, we'll provide a free list of investment properties." you know, in and around your area that match your preferred, you know, type locations, timeline and budget. And then that's it. Learn more to get your list. And it takes them to Facebook lead format. They click learn more, they fill in their information. And then as soon as they fill in their information, I've got it set up to where for this particular client gets notified as soon as the lead comes in, he gets the lead information and he gets a text saying he's got a lead. He dishes them out to his people internally. That's awesome. And then they
0: have they probably have a follow-up system
1: within there. Yeah. Yeah, they have their own drip campaigns and everything. So.
0: so you can put phone number and all that within for the lead form. You can put whatever you want in lead form, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can put whatever you want on there. Well, I actually do uh once they submit their information on the thank you page, I've got the phone number so that they can go ahead and call if they want to. For me, from my standpoint, I, I want them to go through the lead process. Unless You know, I've put a call tracking number on there, not just their, you know, general phone number. Because I want to be able to tell my client at the end of the month, if I've got his phone number on there, I want to be like, hey, you know, you got, we got 80 leads through lead form, but you also got 20 calls to my call tracking number. Why would that be important? I'm, I'm not following that. So for tracking, for your metrics. So if I just, you know, put their office number on the ad, people see it, they just call the office. There's no way for them to know that that came from money that they're spending on advertising. Versus, if I have the call tracking number on there, you know, then they know. Okay, that that call came from here, so sweet. So, we got the eighty leads, and we also got these extra phone calls as well. It's just for tracking purposes, purposes so they know their ROI. What's your metrics for this? All I really worry about with them is how many leads they're getting a day, and the, and the quality actually. So, I have them set up in a spreadsheet. All the leads go into an Excel spreadsheet which I do for all of my clients, all my leads. Um, that way, you know, th- there's a central place to keep track of them. But the metrics, cost per lead, and how many leads are coming in are really the only ones that matter. It doesn't matter how many people are seeing it. Doesn't matter reach, impressions, quality. What matters at the end of the day is if it's working or not. But as far as metrics f- for them, for their concern, you know, they want to know how many leads they got, how much they spent, what their total cost per lead was. And then internally, they keep track of conversions.
0: Um, all right. So if one's brand new to this, how can they find out if something will work? Is there a way to kind of figure out, hey, there's already some advertisings for this? Um, there's there's people advertising for show leads? Or is there like a small amount of money I could put in to figure out if this is going to work without putting a ton of money into it?
1: Yeah, there's definitely low cost ways to start and go about it, kind of test the waters. An easy way you can do it is if you Google Facebook ads library, that'll pull up a page where you can actually search for pages who are running paid advertisements. And you can search by page name and categories. But like, So say you're in a specific area and you know the competition in your area or you know a few of the guys in your area. You can put their Facebook pages in there and check if they're running ads. I see one here, Joanna buys houses fast. And I see a sign, Mike buys houses for cash. You know, I see those signs and stuff all over the place. And I can get on Facebook and actually look. Like, okay, are they running ads? You're like, oh, no. Okay, Mike's not running ads. Joanna's not running ads. Can you see the, how long they've been running ads for? Yep. You can see how long. You can see what the ads are. They don't show you any metrics on them. But yeah, you can see when they were created. Length in itself is a, is a metric. If they've been
0: running it for three, four, or five months, I mean, they've got to spend well, yeah. the money for that. So, so it's a good sign. It's working.
1: So and as far as a low cost way to go about it, I'm looking to offer uh, an actual little like a small starter package, like a little intro training video with a quick setup. There's really not a good cheap way to get started with it if you don't already know something that's working. Because the campaigns that I have access to, other people have spent millions and millions of dollars on to prove that they work. So I take them and I duplicate them into different areas. I already have a good idea that it's going to work. I just don't know exactly how much it's going to cost to work in that area yet. Right. So cost per lead. But if you really want to find a cheap way to do it, find someone else in your area that's running ads and see how long they've been doing it. You know, like I said, you can go to the ads library if you come across one that's running ads or chances are they've probably seen one scrolling through their Facebook feed and don't know it, especially since the new Facebook rules have came into effect with housing ads and stuff like that. You pretty much have to show them to everybody within your certain interest set that you've set up. So no age and gender anymore. Right. And so, you know, if someone's new and investing, I guarantee they're going to have some real estate interest or investing interest. And if they're in any kind of area, there's going to be someone trying to run ads. And there just is. I used to not see them all the time, actually. Didn't know how many people in the local area were running ads trying to find sellers until this new ad category came into play. If you don't know what copy works, that's the hardest part, is testing and testing and testing. And if you're especially just new to it, you don't want to test and test and test. You don't have the time. You don't have the money. You don't have the patience. Are you tweaking copy? Copy, no. Copy hasn't changed in a year and a half. And the metrics stay the same, huh? Yep. The only thing that changes is the images and the audience. Actually, audience has changed several different times over the year and a half. But that's probably the part I've tweaked with the most is the audience and then images, obviously. Okay. So audience is going to be more important than copy. Yeah, because if you're, if you're going to the wrong people, no one's going to care what you're saying. So yeah, it, orders would be, I mean, audience, copy, and then image. Because you've got to get your audience, and then you've got to get your copy. The image is what's going to stop people.
0: And that's true for any, any marketing medium. Uh, audience list is more important than anything else. Right. And I've heard that Facebook favors videos. You get cheaper costs per, per lead
1: with videos. You know, I haven't messed with videos. I just actually, I'll be launching a new ad set Wednesday for a new client that we're testing out slideshows. So scrolling, we've got scrolling three and four images versus doing, I I typically do single image ads. When I launch for a new client, I launch, let's see, three, six, nine, I launch nine ads at a time because you got to play with Facebook if you want Facebook to play with you there's a lot of different tips and tricks but I've got some strategies that I use on the back end to kind of force pay force Facebook to play.
0: And what do you mean by
1: by play just by having them get your your ads shown more often? You know, say you launch three ads, right? Same copy, three different images. Facebook's going to be like, "Sweet, I like that first ad. I'm going to show it to 250 people. And I'm going to show those other two to 5 people each." Just out of the bat. Facebook's going to pick one and go with it. The way I launch and the way I set it up out of the beginning is that I give Facebook nine different chances to pick different images to go with. So they all get a chance, which you want to happen. It doesn't always happen that way, but you want each image to get a chance to be shown as as much as the other ones. Otherwise, you don't know if it's really working or not. How many leads can an individual get using paid Facebook ads? It's dependent
0: on budget and audience. And location too, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, that's where audience plays in. Small location, small audience, big location, bigger audience.
0: Can somebody create an audience around a say a mobile home park?
1: It used to be the smallest radius I could go would be a mile around an address, right? So I could I could pick your house or my house and drop a radius of a mile around that. You can still do that, but with the real estate, with the new housing category, the smallest radius you can do now is fifteen miles. So, you know, if I'm doing Oklahoma City, the smallest area I could do is Oklahoma City plus fifteen miles. Have they taken out
0: interest? Have they taken out financial problems, situations people might have?
1: They took out lots of interest. Yeah, you can't do financial status anymore, which you used to be able to do. I don't know what all they took out. They did leave a lot, which was nice. So you can still do like a first-time homebuyer. You can still do creative real estate investing, like those categories I listed earlier. You can still do all those within the new housing category. Like before I would pick, I think I had like the top 25% of income. So like uh, in Facebook, you used to be able to pick the top five and then you could pick the top five to 10 and top 10 to 15. You can't do that anymore. But it honestly only slowed down my ads for a couple of weeks. Once I figured it out, got back and I think uh, New Western only got 80 leads that month instead of their typical 100 plus. (laughs) Wasn't too bad. It was just, I was sweating more than they were. I'm like, no, 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 slowing down. No, I'm not used to this. No, no, what am I going to (laughs) do? Okay. Test, test, test. Okay, we're back. We're back. All right, good to go. Let it run.
0: When you test it, would you figure out to get you back on track?
1: I figured out that I had made a lot of audience changes over the past year and a half. And when I created new ad sets, I was just keeping them. And some of those changes were not so smart back then. Decisions I had made then that now didn't seem to be so smart. So I messed with the audience a little bit. I never changed the ad copy. It was just the audience. Audience and images. Ad copy has been the same for a year and a half now. Changed the audience a little bit. And then um, I went through two different launches because I'd launch and let it run for, you know, a few days, make sure it really wasn't going to work before I turned it off and tried, tried another one. Had to turn it off after a few days, tried another one, nothing. Then last one, turned it on day one. Lead or two, day two, got like three leads, and day three, I got seven. I was like, all right, we're back, guys. <laughs> is there a way to
0: tell if your market has a lot of competition? And is that competition going to affect your ads and your audience?
1: For this side, there's not a lot of competition. The going after investor side, and here in Oklahoma City, for buyer side, for seller side, yeah, there's a lot of competition here. What I do is I go to the ads library and you can look in, you know, sell fast or buy fast or buy for cash. And any of those kind of phrases, you're going to find someone in your area who's running some kind of ad that's something to do with that. And usually they're not that great either. I mean, I've seen some of them responses. It's like one sentence like, hey, we'll buy your house for cash quickly, no fees, something short like that. And you got to put some meat into it. You don't want to make it like, you know, a whole long form post, but, you know, you want to give them a little bit more than, hey, we'll pay you cash for your house now. You want to try to hit a pain point. Don't want to pay for costly repairs or don't want to pay closing costs or you know, avoid costly repairs. Avoid closing costs. Closing as little as 10 days. If you're setting up an ad, you you want to hit a pain point and you want to like quickly hit how you're going to solve it. Then with a highly
0: competitive market, you're going to have to tweak more of the copy. I mean, audience is important. but This is where, okay, copy has got to be real tight. Yep. Like I've actually started
1: putting emojis, more emojis in my copy. Really? Is it work? Yeah, it does. Actually, it does. What does it do? Bring the cost a little bit down? Yeah, not a whole lot. But maybe like a dollar per lead. If I'm getting them 100, 100 plus leads a month. Actually, 100 bucks a month. That's an extra 10 leads. Yeah, I would imagine it works just because it's a little different than from what they're seeing. Yeah, you want them to stop. And now the top three lines are all that they're going to see in mobile. 95% of the people that are going to be seeing your ads are going to be seeing it on their cell phone. Because they're going to be at work scrolling or sitting on the toilet scrolling or in the bus. They're not really going to be sitting in front of their computer at home scrolling through Facebook typically. So if you're going to put some emojis, you know, you put them in the, the top line. You're heading like you're attention grabbing. Know anyone interested in investing in real estate. Tired of being a landlord, sell us your rental property. We'll pay you cash on the spot. Put the emojis right up there and encase your top headline. Maybe put a couple houses beside it, you know, a couple exclamation points. A real quick, easy trick. If you're on a PC, if you hold Windows key and period, it'll pull up the emoji keyboard. How can people reach out to you if they want to know more about this? C Saunders at Saunderselite Marketing.com. My website is SaundersEliteMarketing.com. Easiest way is probably through Facebook. Saunders Leap Marketing on Facebook as well.
0: All right. So if you're listening to this and you're interested in jumping head first into Facebook ads, but you don't know where to start, Chris has an offer for you to teach you how to do it and for you to quickly learn how to build and manage your own campaigns. And the offer is exclusive to my podcast listeners. So just head to realestateaudios.com slash Chris.